0: hey guys welcome to another episode of lavish hospitality my name is Kim Campbell and you are sitting around my table with me really figuratively but I wish you were all here sitting at my table so we could have a conversation my table is full of books on on um, the proverbs and wisdom and it is full of five by seven note cards, because I'm taking notes on a few passages I'm working on, and an Amazon package that came in, and some more commentaries. So really in um, study mode and art mode, now that the boys have gone back to school. So welcome. If you were here, you would see that it's kind of messy. So I love doing a seasonal podcast of kind of just telling you what worked what didn't work. We are not a perfect household by any stretch of the imagination. People have a lot more rhythms than we do, but we can always be in a state of of improving and making changes and seeing what works and doesn't work and evaluating and I really like doing that. So, today we're going to be talking about what I loved about summer and where we're heading for fall, basically as a home and as a person in ministry. So um, hopefully some of the things we talk about today will be helpful to you, and you'll see how to kind of interweave them in your life. And if you don't, well, at least you listened, and I hope you were slightly entertained. So first, let's talk about summer. Of course, we still have about a month and a half left to go of technical summer. But last week, my boys went back to school. So it's the end of summer here in the Campbell House. Um, The boys go to all-day public school. We love their school. Actually, one of my son's teachers lives in our neighborhood. We were having a technical problem last night, and I just text her and, like, help. And she's like, hey, I'm on my way because she was – on her way to her house as so she just bypassed and came to mine. And it really just meant a lot to me um, as I was trying to get dinner ready and have him on his homework. And I couldn't figure it out, didn't have the mental space at that time to um, deep dive in tech. I mean, it turned out to be a password or not password, a username error. So, believe me, but it also showed my son that his teachers actually really do care about him. So that was really special to him. I know he'll remember that for a while. So we are grateful that they go to such a good school. Um so, we get up, they are early risers because we are early risers and we are we Eric and I we put them in bed early-ish for almost 9 and 10 and we get into bed and we watch television or we read or we chat. We're just done by that time of the night. So I don't know what we're going to do when they become teenagers and go to bed later because, wow, we're in for it, I know. But they wake up 6.15, 6.30 and they take the dog out and go walk him and feed him and get their stuff ready for school and then... I'll get to the rest of that in the fall. But the summer, it kind of works that way too. I mean, they're not late sleepers. So they're usually up early. That gave me time to go walk at the river while Eric did um, some morning quiet time stuff with them. Like, you know, making coffee, eating breakfast. We got the dog at the beginning of the summer. So he worked right into our, um, right into our, time as well. Just getting used to him and him getting used to us. Um, Eric is doing Marty Mikowski's book Wonderful, which is how basically how Jesus is in all the Psalms. That's a basic gist of it. He's really liking it. He just wishes there was more to it since he usually does the morning quiet time with the boys while I'm either exercising or just getting ready to start the day. He often gives me his thoughts on these. And we just finished another one of Marty's that I will um, post in the show notes. It's called Theology. The-ology. Like theology, but two words. And he loved that one. So he just wishes Wonderful just had a little bit more to it than it does. Um, but it's good. He's going to finish it. He just wishes it had a little bit more filler in there to help. And then they watch World Watch. We love World Watch. It's about 8 to 10 minutes um, in the mornings, every day, um, I think, except like Christmas Day, maybe. I mean, they're Monday through Friday. So they're a Christian news source that tells you things that are going on in the world and how to view that with a Christian perspective. Um, and I love the tagline. It says, whatever the news, the purpose of the Lord will stand. I love just, just getting that deep in our boys early on that no matter what's happening in the world, God is still in charge. God is at work. We can see that and we can rest in that. And then like we went to swim team. Swim team is one of my pluses for the summer. We live in a neighborhood here in Augusta, and they have a swim team. It's not the best swim team in the area. It's not the biggest swim team in the area. But our boys love that habit of going. If you ask them at the beginning of, like, March when we're planning out summer, hey, do you want to do swim team? They're like, no, 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 no. They gripe and complain. But by the end of it, they're like, I want to do it every day. So, I mean, they get it. It's exercise for them. It teaches them um, how to get along with others, how to accept authority from others. It's a lot of fun. The meets are so long. Our meets, um, usually, I mean, usually they crank them through. It depends on where we're swimming that week. But we've got to be there at 5. And the latest we've ever been home is like 10 o'clock but usually we're more in the nine o'clock range. Again, depending on which pool it's at here in the area or how late if they're swimming one of the later races. They usually try to get them in and out because it's so long and it's hot in the summer. That's usually how I work on my tan is I sit out at the swim meets. I love cheering on my boys. Um, Another, I want to tell you some other things that worked for me this summer. The pool. We live in a neighborhood with two pools. We go to one of them and it has a diving board. We always try to go after lunch because the diving board is open because the lifeguards are there. And I appreciate that because it allows me to chill a little bit more and not be so on task with watching my boys because, I mean, they're both excellent swimmers, but it's always good to have a, a person who's there intentionally watching your kids. So we like to do that. They love to work. Sebastian um, perfected his flip this year and Elijah got his back dive. So I was so proud of him for doing that and working on that. Um, Number two that worked for me this summer was saying no to lots of projects. If you had asked me back in May what I was planning on doing for the summer, I would have listed three or four or five things that... That I wanted to accomplish. And I'm like, the boys are going to do this. I'm going to do this. I accomplished like hardly any of those. And about halfway through the summer, I mean, I had two art camps and a Bible camp here at the house that I got done, but I didn't get anything else done. I mean, I didn't write much. I worked for an online ministry and I did what I needed to do in there, but I didn't take on anything else. Because my brain space just wasn't available. I wasn't able to read a lot because I just couldn't concentrate. Or if I was at the pool, I was talking to friends or listening to a podcaster, keeping up with my daily Bible reading. And I just didn't fit anything else in. It just wasn't a summer of productivity for me. And about halfway through the summer, I came to grips with that. I was just like, you know, it's not the end of the world. I mean, we only get 18 summers with our kids. And while they were watching TV, I was sitting right there next to them, not watching TV, but I was playing, like playing a game on my iPad or something, just letting my brain rest. And I really, really needed that. I mean, it got stressful anyway. As most of you know about summer, it's just a lot of extra. And I needed that needed that space just to chill or that's why I loved my walks in the morning when I could listen to podcasts and breathe and rest without noise. I'm totally an introvert and uh, love my calm and rest. So that is number two of what I loved about summer. The third thing I loved about summer is Eric and I are binging again. We're doing blue bloods. We have watched all of blue bloods. We love it. It's one of our favorite shows. So we are going back and watching all of it. Won't say Eric is doing it because sometimes he's gone or works late um, or has a meeting. So I just keep watching. So sometimes we'll go back and watch one that pick up where he left off. But I'm in season five again. Totally love the show. While some people love comedies and rom-com, I'm definitely a legal, police, um, NCIS, blue bloods, white collar type person. So those are my three favorite shows. Another one of my favorite things is my walks at the river, which I talked to you about. My husband and kids with the dog usually go walk in the neighborhood, which has a lot more hills. It's a lot more aerobic. Get your heart rate up. But it is not calming to me because there's cars and there's dogs and I have to watch out like where I'm going, where like where's a stop sign. When I'm at the river, it's just a straight path. I have to walk out or watch out for other people. But I mean, it's just so much more calm. I can stick in my earbuds or just have it playing without my earbuds and just walk. And I say hi to people and sometimes I don't have to watch out for spider webs. That's about it. And it's beautiful down there. So that's where I love to walk. Um, A third or a third. I am well past the third mark. Another thing I love to do. I've gotten in the habit of reading to my boys before bed. Most nights my boys share a room. And that's because my younger son loves to have his older brother sleeping in there with him. So we have twin beds in, in my younger son's room. And then occasionally my older one will sleep in his room. Um, in the full bed. But lately they've been sleeping together, so it makes reading to my kids before bed much easier. So we are almost done with the first part of Little Pilgrim's Progress. And I have not read Pilgrim's Progress. It's my husband's favorite book outside of the Bible, but um, I have not read it. I think the old English language is just harder for me like any Puritan writing. It's a little bit harder to, to walk through, but, um, Little Pilgrim's Progress has been so good. I've teared up. Um, I've read one or two chapters a night. I don't mess with showing them the illustrations because I'm across the room, but they can look at it at any time and I just read it and I try to do voices and stuff like that. So, and if they fall asleep, they fall asleep. But most of the time they're like, can you just read one more? And then I will sing to them. And so Eric and I do it differently. Eric plays a song on his phone and I sing to them. Even though my husband is much better singer than me, um, I like to, to sing whatever just comes to mind. Like right now, it is Jesus Strong and Kind by City of Light. I kind of mix in that with It Is Well and um, Jesus King of Angels, or I know who holds tomorrow, or just a random amazing grace. I mean, just really things that just come to mind that that I can sing to them. And then I pray for them aloud over them. It's one of the things I've gotten more um, comfortable with is praying aloud over my kids. And they can hear what I'm praying. They can know that mommy cares for them and is praying for them. And it helps them go to bed more peacefully. So that is definitely helping as well. Another thing is um, podcasts. So I not only host a podcast, but I love to to, um, listen to podcasts. I listen to a lot. Um, I do that more often than books, but we'll get to that in the fall rhythms section of this podcast. But I wanted to just tell you some of my favorites and I'll link them in the show notes. So don't worry about taking notes and writing them down. So this is no order, just going through my favorites list here. um, On the rise and fall of Mars Hill with Mike Cosper, put out a bonus episode um, in July called a conversation with Tim Keller. And I really appreciate Tim Keller's um, ability to to grapple with culture and the gospel. Love it. He has had a big impact on how I think and things I read and um, stuff like that. So that came out. It's called A Conversation with Tim Keller. Um, Another one is is an episode by Nancy Ray on her podcast called Work and Play with Nancy Ray called The Summer Episode. Just helpful, learning fun things or whatever. So it's a really different podcast than A Conversation with Tim Keller. My friend Heath Lambert is the pastor of First Baptist Church Jacksonville, Florida. He has a podcast called Marked by Grace. And they are weekly podcasts. And they're really short. And I really do like that. There's some that I like longer, some that I like shorter. This is one where I think Heath excels at bringing a theological topic, making it practical and making it succinct, which I really like. So, and I like hearing him preach anyway. Um, the podcast episode is, Can I Lose My Salvation? It was encouraging and a balm and just so helpful. If you ever struggle with doubting your salvation, go listen to that episode. Um, episode 156 of Nancy Ray's Work and Play, Speak Scripture Over Your Children. It's one I listened to at the beginning of the summer that helped me be more intentional about praying scripture aloud over my kids. I like to journal scripture for my kids or journal my prayers, but also they need to hear us praying over them. Um, Russ Ramsey on the Hutchmoot podcast, which is by the Rabbit Room, has one called Pursuing Perfection. Man, I, I'm a fan of anything Russ Ramsey writes or says or thinks. <laughs> so he's a, definitely a favorite, and he has one called Pursuing Perfection that you need to go listen to. Um, also, is The Old House and the New Creation, which is also by Hutchmoot. Um, such, yeah, so good. I do believe that's an Andrew Peterson one, but I listened to it a while ago. So, um, yeah, so those are my those are my um, uh, some of my favorites. Of course, I listen to many more. I'm listening to the Bible recap. Some of those are uh, are definitely more winners than others. I mean some of those stand out in my mind and really help me think about a topic or um, help me think more thoroughly about what I listen to because I listen to um, the Bible recap, the scriptures that we're walking through. Those are the ones I listen to on my walk. And then I read or study because I definitely, I'm a, I'm not an auditory learner. So when I'm listening to scripture, I'm not listening to it for, um, how much I can get out of it. I may get one or two things that I remember that stick in my head, but I'm putting scripture into my ears and into my heart and into my mind. So, um, um, those are the things I loved about summer. I mean, we did a lot of trips. We went to the beach a few times and ask any mom, no vacation is ever like, oh, this is perfect. I mean, we took a friend and he got a jellyfish sting. So we drove three hours, stayed at the beach for about 45 minutes and left because of that. So things don't go nearly as as planned because of sin. I mean, I was arguing with my husband one day and so that didn't make the beach very fun, but I'd still take the beach over anything. Um we went on a couple vacations, like longer vacations. We had art camp and, and I want to figure out how to tweak those for next summer and and really think about what's most important to pour into these girls and boys as they come to my house. We did a few home projects So just our summer was full and we are ready to get into a more rhythmic fall, not slower, but more rhythms. So I'm going to move into that. Won't be as long as summer, I promise. But some of the things we are doing in the fall that's going to, um, I think, really, really help us. Sunday afternoon, so my husband works on Sundays at our church. He is one of the worship leaders at our church. So he is there right now. He's there from about 630 to 1230. So that's almost a full day of work is six hours. Usually he works eight hours. So that's really a full day of work for him. So when when he gets home, he's pretty spent. And then we have lunch and everything. And he, he has off on Mondays from his regular job. So what we are trying to do this year that we're trying to put into practice is some idea of Sabbath. And Sabbath is not about um, taking a day for family so you can hang out with them and not do any work. Like that's really not the, the idea of Sabbath, the, the better idea of it, I should say. And if you do that, that's awesome and that's great and that's a step in the right direction. But Eric said it to me one time, like Sabbath is not what you take out or like you don't do work. It's also what you put in on that Sabbath rest. So if I just sit around and don't do any work, but I sit there all Sunday afternoon and just binge Blue Bloods, say, that may not be the best thing for me. I mean, it's definitely not going to be the best thing for me. So what we're trying to do is take Sunday afternoon after, like when we get out of church. um, I'm usually out a little bit earlier than they are and I get lunch ready. And then we'll take all the rest of the Sunday into Monday lunch of a 24-hour Sabbath period. So our boys love to play with dad or watch a movie and they don't get that uninterrupted time with him often. Um, we also are trying to fit in just me and him time on Monday mornings, So I'm not going to be really working on Mondays until the afternoon when he has to work as well. So um, we're trying to have people over. We call it Sunday supper And we just have people over. It doesn't have to be people within our church. It can be people in the community, people in the neighborhood, people that he works with, um, people that I do. I do creative stuff with just building relationships around the table and not looking at that meal prep as work. And that goes for me. I mean, we try to help our boys see that our home is open for other people and I want to make those meals really beautiful so it's not work. That is a way that I commune with art and creativity. And the one who made me creative is, is putting a beautiful spread together and then having our home open for conversation. So usually if the family we have over has kids, they go all out in the backyard and play on the trampoline. We usually eat differently. I have an appetizer for the adults while the kids eat And then they go out and then we eat our meals sitting around the table. That's also why we got a bigger table and put it into our living room is because we want our home to be inviting. And if you're at a crammed little table in your breakfast nook, well, it's not really comfortable, all that. So, um, and then maybe watch a movie together or they're playing on their fires while we read a book or watch a show that's more adult appropriate. Or we may all go for a walk or go out to the lake or go to the river. And then Monday mornings, like our kids go to school and then we're trying to implement just exercising together, having a longer quiet time together and eating lunch together on Mondays. And then we both kind of cram into work. So he's going to need to be working some on Monday afternoons for either around the house or for his um, other side jobs. And then I'm going to have to work on Monday afternoons as well um, just to fit everything in in the week. But I really was struggling to figure that out since Sunday is not a total day of Sabbath and he doesn't have Saturday off. So, and he didn't want to always take Sunday and do work because he wants time to hang out with the boys. So we're trying that. And I'll come back at the end of fall and tell you how it worked. How's that? Another thing is the podcast series coming up. Been talking to a few friends. Some of them are already recorded. Looking forward to bringing you some theology podcasts that are very practical in nature. So what we think about God and his word and truth and Jesus and how that flows into the things we do on a practical level. So next week, you're getting my friend Brittany. She's going to be talking about adoption. And then my friend Jonathan Welch from North Carolina, both Brit- I mean, Brittany just moved back to North Carolina, but Jonathan's over at Southeastern seminary. And he talked with Eric and I at the end of spring, just about corporate worship and what that looks like and why church and being involved in church, especially worship is so important. Loved that conversation with both of them. And then I am looking forward to bringing you some about home and scripture memory and biblical counseling Just excited about it. I'm also working on a Proverbs um, video series for an online ministry I work for. So I'm looking forward to diving into those. And um, I'm also reading through the New Testament at a quicker pace. And I'm trying not to beat myself up if I don't read it all and journal all of it in the time slot I have. But making that a habit. And not for information. I mean, it's always good. And every time you read the word, it will it's living and active. So you'll see new things. But really for formation. And I was listening to, to um, is it Reading Holy? It, I'll, I'll link it in the show notes. Finding Holy, maybe. Um, if I can just get back to my podcast while I chat with you, then I can find it. If I can scroll. It is called Finding Holy with Ashley Hale. She recently had a podcast about reading for formation. and I thought it was really good, especially in the ministry um, section, like if you're doing ministry and you're trying to read as well. Um, anyway, that is what I'm looking forward to about fall. Also is little trips to the mountains, hopefully. Um, maybe another trip to the beach a trip to atlanta here or there i'm having breakfast with a friend in atlanta just trying to trying to just cram into relationships and also work as well so i don't know how you balance friendship and relationships and home and work if you have great ways to balance it all and do it all as they say which never happens something's got to go but Let me know. I would love to hear anything that worked for you this summer or anything that you're putting into practice for the fall that you would love to share. Hit me up on one of the social platforms. I'm now on Twitter. I took a long hiatus from Twitter, but um, I am back. It's called Girl and Bible. That's my um, other Instagram handle where I really just talk about the word Um, but it's called Girl in Bible. So if you are on Twitter, go follow me. I'll link that in the show notes as well. But, um, hey, I'll talk to y'all next week. I'm going to go actually pick up my son for an orthodontist appointment. He's nine, almost nine. And we have that appointment. Don't know if we'll need him this early or not, but man, I don't know if I'm quite ready for that. At least he doesn't love popcorn, but he does love gummy worms. So that might be a little harder to pry away from him. Um, but I want y'all to have a great Wednesday and I'm going to be doing these on Wednesday now instead of Tuesdays because of that Sabbath rest. I really want time to come in on Tuesdays and prep the podcast and not be stressing about that on Monday afternoons. So you'll be hearing this on Wednesday and I look forward to chatting with y'all next week. Have a great day.